Welcome to America's Podcast, The Shameful Dead, your weekly recap and review podcast for AMC's drama about people, sometimes featuring zombies. Uh, my name is Doug, with me as always is Jermaine, a stalwart, unlike... Your story, a key. Yes, unlike some co-host, who will go unnamed. This is two in a row. I'll name him. Okay, go ahead. Johnny T. Oh, even the name makes me angry. Yeah, oh, right? Jesus. All right, so let's talk about this this latest entry into, um, what would you call this season? Purgatory? Uh, or this having to do this podcast? <laughs> this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I, I don't know, what's your initial reactions? Uh, some new, some, I guess, closure. New closure. To some questions, opening new ones. There was some um, good drama in this one. It was the best one of this season so far, in my opinion. Um, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, I gotta echo it. Uh, I think uh, it didn't have the the great zombie action that we got with the the mousetrap type log flume kind of like <laughs> destruction that we got last episode. But I gotta say, this is uh, by far the better best episode. Uh, because you know how often they introduce these like moral quandaries, uh, and half the time they're, I don't know, so you don't care, you don't feel conflicted, or yeah. the way they present it is so um, hyperbolic that one person has such an extreme view and another person has the polar opposite view, and then they hash it out, and over the course of an episode, you know, somebody comes around. Uh, we didn't get that resolution here. Um, in fact, we got more of a rift, and I can identify with everybody, which is great. I feel conflicted. Um, this is this agreed. Is, this is a good. This is a good place to be. This is good drama. This Do- is a episode in a long time that you're like, you whatever happened, you struggled with, uh, you know. Yeah. And it was, it, you know, it was good. It was oh, good. It. Yeah, there we go. We'll leave it at that. Uh, so let's see what happens. Uh, once again, I stopped taking notes uh, because we <laughs> give the amount of effort that this show puts forth. Uh, that's the amount of effort we put into this podcast. Uh, so just off the top of the dome, um, let's see what happens. Oh, yeah, they find um, what's his dipshit? Uh, uh, poor Lorenzo Lamas, who got killed yeah. last episode. So he comes back as a zombie, and then they find him, and he's been killed with a thin cylindrical object. So everybody's looking at Daryl. Yeah. Uh, rightfully so. I mean, uh, so he's getting some accusations. Uh, and it looks was, like... Was that, was that a really long accusation? Like, Rick went through the whole thing of the the size and the possible yeah. weapon, and... Daryl's like, if you're gonna ask me, just ask me. And then he asked him like 67 questions, told a story. He could have just been like, "Did you shoot that guy with a crossbow?" And, and then, that would have been. And Daryl says, Daryl even says, "Do you think I did it?" And he's like, "No, I don't think you did it." But somebody thinks you did. And I'm like, "What are you talking about? You've been <laughs> questioning him like for <laughs> fucking 10 minutes about 
you know, I don't know. You don't. Uh, you seem to be really upset at that guy, and it looks like a bow and arrow or a bolt went through this guy. Um, yeah, but before then, I, all right, go ahead. Sorry. No, I thought it was like making a scene, like I'm really going to question Daryl. But then I thought that may have put too much um, impetus on the writers to actually do that, and it was just, it just wasn't that. Yeah, just, no, I'm going to question you. Yeah, and there seems unnecessarily. To be a lot of, there seems to be a lot of like. They haven't come to, like, people are disagreeing with Rick, obviously, but his friends are, like, sitting on it instead of being vehement. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, they they vehemently disagree with Rick, but nobody's telling him to his face. Or if, if they are, they're not doing a good job. And Rick's like, yeah, whatever. They'll get along. They'll they'll uh, figure it out. Yeah. Um, so before this all happens, I guess the discovery of the body freaks the ex-saviors out and they're pissed. They want to defend themselves against this hidden menace they want guns and boston guy <laughs> which i hate this guy alden i think his name is i don't even know that guy yeah you know he's the good savior remember we found him last season he was in the yep. the pig pen with the other saviors uh yep. anyway he's trying to be a peace broker and he's like come on just give a couple of trusted guys some guns so they can just protect themselves They're like no way there's a fight rick comes in riding on his horse with a gun and, <laughs> and i thought it was yeah kind of funny Dude, he just, like, there's all this drama. They had the worst, like, clash and not do anything. I've seen, like, bum rush each other. Yeah. And then Rick rides through, he screams stop, and then says no more words. <laughs> For a guy that always gives speeches, he just stops talking and is prancing around on the horse. And other people stop it. And I was like, that's the first time I think he's ever just rode in on a horse into somebody's conversation and then said nothing. Into the middle of a almost riot, which was uh, interesting, I yeah. guess. Uh, Maybe he was revert- okay. reverting to the cop mentality and was yeah. just trying to separate them. I'll give him that. Sure. sure. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, everybody's on edge. Uh, the ex-saviors are pissed because uh, they know that they're getting hunted or killed by somebody. They're They're thinking it's... Oh, uh, Daryl, and then they also call out uh, Trash Lady, and they call her Trash Lady, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, so I think they're they're using the fans' names, the garbage people, Trash Lady. Um, yeah, what's her name? Anne or something? It, you know the name everybody has, Jadis. Jadis, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can tell you how many Jadises I grew up with. Um, oh man, like six of them were neighbors at least. Uh, let's see. So there's some arguing. Um, oh yeah, and then the I guess one of the the moments between Daryl and Rick is, you know, Daryl's questioning like, what's going on or how they're going to hold people accountable, and and Rick says, well, let's not forget that you showed mercy against uh, to me when I had left your brother on top of a roof to die. Um, that was a nice callback to season one, and I don't really yeah, that was good. Yeah, I don't remember. Ahead, the, don't I don't remember. remember the um, the exact uh, situation. Besides, Merle was a piece of shit, and it was one of these things where like the zombies were coming, and he could either go back and save Merle or just save the other people that he was escorting out of there. And I think he just chose the other people, right? Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, if you you remember uh, T Bone, oh yeah, one of the fan <sighs> favorites from season one. Rest in peace. The T-Bone, they got into a fight because Merle was being racist and stuff, I believe. And 
they locked him up because he just wasn't stopping. And they said, we're going to leave you here and we're leaving. And then when they told Rick, he went back, found him, also didn't leave him, but left him a saw that he could saw his own hand off. Oh, yeah, I remember that. that was, yeah. And I and then remember when Daryl found out, yeah, well, Rick had told him. Oh. It's still when they had that camper and they were by the lake. Mm-hmm. He told him then. And uh, Daryl ran back and all he found was like the bloody hand and um, handcuffs. Yeah. And when he got back, he didn't kill Rick. Also in this scene between Daryl and Rick, and I don't know if it was this scene or before or after, uh, Jerry's in the room and he says, are we going to do a Gregory or are we going to do a Negan? <laughs> Which I like. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. That, was, that good. was funny. Good old Jerry. All right. Uh, and then I guess they send everybody out uh, in a grid system. I don't know why. Everybody's just out on patrol. And something happens to people that are in grid five and a rat has disappeared and her partner has been hit on the noggin and is unconscious. Um, yeah. So uh, Rick's like, we got to find a rat soon or else uh, we're going to shit's going to explode. So they're like hiding the fact that this person has been abducted and they're looking for the real uh, killer. Um, so let's see. Yeah, and did you know, like, all these pair throughout this episode, all different people get paired off. Yep. And it's like, so there's like two, two conversations, you know, Rick and uh, Daryl, and then Daryl and Maggie, and Maggie and New Glenn. What the hell was that? Did you see that in the cart? What? what? Oh, yeah, that is New Glenn. I didn't even think about that. Oh, it's like, she, like, she just magically, you know, she has her baby in between seasons, and then there's New Glenn sitting next to her, and she's. I was like, that had to be like a tongue-in-cheek joke I, or something. I guess. I, I'm like, uh, I guess I'm face blind and I don't see racist uh, patterns <laughs> like you. Uh, but no, uh, it was, you think I, looked, about I, it. I was happy. I thought it was her husband and I felt love. <laughs> there you go. Uh, she probably just has a type, I guess, and maybe they're just <laughs> making it consistent. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's her thing. But yeah, there's there's like new Dick Savior. So like now that we've got rid of Lorenzo Lamas yeah, as the was Dick a real Savior, dick, right? now we have this new Dick Savior out of nowhere. He's got a beard. He's just a piece of shit. Um, we should call him Savior Dick because I don't know his name, but he was well, a dick. And... Well, there'll just be a new one next week when this guy dies or whatever. Um, so yeah, and I don't know at what point this happens, but Carol and uh, Rick are out looking for um, a rat and... And just the people, and uh, they get sabotaged or ambushed by the Dick Savior and his um, buddy, and they grab Carol and put a knife to her throat. Um, Pretty viciously, by the way. He was. Yeah. He was. Uh, that was one of the more threatening knife to the neck. And I, I, I seriously, I, this is me wanting, and this is why I'm a bad person and I shouldn't be watching the show. Uh, but I was just like. I wanted Rick just to be like a crazy asshole and go time's up and just like shoot the guy in the head <laughs> and just take his chances. <laughs> and Carol saying, what yeah, the but fuck? He... you could have killed me, but yeah, no, he's, he's still going for the peaceful way. And he noticed that, you know, Carol had a knife. So he pretended to put down his gun and the guy dropped his guard. Carol stabbed him in the hand or the with arm. his knife. Like she oh. didn't even use her knife. She used his knife. Whatever. I was like, yeah, whatever. But I was like, whoa, all right. 
Uh, but yeah, it's just like ever all life is precious or something like that. And I'm just thinking these guys are going to be a big problem eventually. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, just going to keep stabbing them and telling them to stop. Yeah. Just okay. Give them two stabs this time. Your life is precious. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, and we're jumping all around here, but, um, so like somehow Maggie and, uh, Daryl are teamed up and they kind of know who did it and Maggie's like, I know what's going on. And maybe I missed the clue that informed us how she knew. Daryl said he knew. Oh, Daryl said, well, there you go. I don't. And let, let, we stop right there. Sure. At this point when he goes, when he found that second body with the uh, arrow in it and he's like, I know who it is. The the first thought that I I had was uh the little kid from the kingdom the little psychopath yeah yeah because he you know little cylindrical he has a bow and arrow I think the first I thought it was him just for you know killing his brother and all that stuff and then uh, I had damn it who was the second one both wrong so I guess that's good on the show um, yeah but I think it's unfair by the show I mean uh it seemed like all right so. The real killers were were Oceanside people, and they were killing people with a spear gun, I can only imagine, because they are the fish market. Um, (laughs) Eat nothing but fish. Uh, So it makes sense they have spear guns, but it doesn't make sense because I feel like the only reason they killed with a spear gun was to... The storytellers trying to, like, set up this whole, maybe it was Daryl thing, or or trying to get... uh, Because, like... Why would they kill? I mean, I guess it's silent, and maybe they were trying yeah. to set Daryl up. But that's a shitty thing to do. I mean, fuck. Why? Why blame Daryl? Like, what? What's your beef with Daryl, Oceanside? I mean, uh, I guess practically, it's just easier to poke somebody in the heart. Yeah, than I shoot guess. Him just, or cut stab him or him. just stab him with a him. knife. Who has a knife? Everyone. Fuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> it could have been literally anybody, but no. They. I guess they. Either they uh, consciously, um, yeah, add some drama. Chose Daryl just to pin it on him, which sucks. Well, anyway, they've cornered uh, for whatever reason the Oceanside people are back at this outreach center, which I guess used to be their home before uh, the Saviors killed all the men. Um, and they're gonna execute a rat. And Maggie's like, "What's going on here? Don't do that!" And like, and then she tells her what happened. Uh, and how, like, you know, Saviors killed all their friends and family, and how, in particular, this, this woman, Arat, uh, killed her 11-year-old little brother. Yeah, that was fucked up, and, right? Yeah, and she laughed about it, and then Maggie's like, okay, go ahead and kill him, I don't care. They, she just, her and Daryl walk away, and they let this woman be executed, which, here's a, so this is the central conflict of the show. Uh, can we have vigilante justice or in order to be a civilization, do you have to have laws? And I, I mean, here's, and this is the way I came down with it as a person, as an individual, I'm going to want vigilante justice, but then again, I'm not, listen, no, but that's true. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, if somebody killed your little brother or in Maggie's case, her husband, uh, especially in front of you. And laughed and joked about it like Negan did, and I guess a rat was smiling the whole time. Uh, you know, most people are going to want, uh, you know, vigilante justice. They're going to want to get revenge, get uh, even the score. 
But at the same time, if I was building a community and if I was, uh, I guess, arrogant enough to think that I could be the leader of such a community, um, or if it just hadn't affected me personally, I would be in favor of a system of laws. And I don't think that'd be that tough. All that they need to say is, let's get you know a delegation from each little community and we're going to work up some kind of like constitution. I mean, this is the same thing that every... Um, you know, federation of smaller governing bodies does if they have to work together. I'm sure it, ha- it you know, it's that sure it happens in the EU. You know what I mean? When they started, they're like, well, hey. that's what um, Michonne was working on in the beginning of the episode. She was writing a constitution. Yeah, but I think they needed to put a little bit more. Uh, they should have made it a higher priority because shit's hitting the fan. But it was family. It was family fun day, so that's what they did. And oh, I think shit, yeah, that's probably there on purpose. Good call. And then uh, the point you were getting at was, I th- I think Rick's moving it all too fast, or wants it to be done too fast. Then things really are. He's like, everything's great. We're all together. We're all helping. Yeah. But there's still, you know, vigilante justice that needs to be had by these people. Before they can accept rules, it's like when and they said it. To, they said to Maggie's face, "You showed us the way. You did this. We said we learned from you, Mom." Essentially, what they said. And then Maggie said, "Well, I'm learning from you." And uh, she's like, "We're gonna go kill Negan." So yep. that'll be fun. Um, of course, it's gonna fail. I would think. I don't know. And and even in the oh god, I hate this. But in the uh, like the next on like next week thing, they did Rick Grimes final two episodes and you're like okay you're fucking they told us yeah so it's one thing for like rumors to get out but to like tell your audience that the main character is departing what either dying or getting exiled probably dying uh to never come back uh in two episodes it's kind of fucking dumb uh especially when it's i don't think it's the mid-season finale because usually don't they do eight and eight and not and this would be in two weeks it would be episode five or six is it only eight? I feel like it's... It's 16 total, so it's eight and eight. I oh, thought. okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. Um, yeah, I didn't... The, for whatever reason, the um, themes from next week didn't come up on my replay, so I didn't actually see that, but I don't know why you... So is it like three episodes from now, you just stop watching? I guess we could cancel the podcast right then. <laughs> uh, because oh, thank God. Thank God they told us then. We'll have this discussion at the end, but um, we've already had this discussion. It's really like... What's the point of The Walking Dead without any main characters from the beginning? Like, what is it trying to say? Did it never have a point all along? Have we been just masturbating mentally uh, and just enjoying occasional zombie killing with uh, a lot of melodrama? Is that it? I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. So... Uh, this thing is, you know, cause you feel, you feel conflicted. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, after hearing that sob story and then you remember how awful it was to see Glenn, uh, killed right in front of Maggie, uh, in front of his pregnant wife. That's some fucked up shit. Yeah. Negan, yeah. Negan probably deserves to die. But the thing is, is Rick can't make that decision. Maggie shouldn't make that decision, especially if they want to be in a civilization. They have to come to like... The the rules have to be somewhat unemotional and 
and I understand that laws are just fabrications. They, you know, they're just they're just rules that people make up. But the, I think it's there's something valuable about the people coming together and discussing and like setting up the rule book instead of having it dictated by maybe a benevolent ruler or a kind-hearted, if not misguided ruler in Rick. Because um, Rick is still acting like he's in charge. Um, yeah, like in the beginning of this episode, he was telling Michonne how she's doing such a good job leading and writing this constitution. And then when like there's an issue, he, she took it instead of him. And then he just he's still like the enforcer. You know, he just rides yeah. in on his horse or screams at people or sends people away in the night. So it's kind of like a shadow, a shadow government. Ooh, the deep state. Oh, remember where you were talking about, like, um, Rick just moving too fast? Like, people just getting over all their, like, um, you know, all these wounds are still fresh for these people's minds. Like, yeah. Um, and I had a joke about, you know, America electing Barack Obama, and that was the end of racism. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, it's too late. Uh, but anyway, so that's the main plot, and that was the best part of the show. And then there's this weird shit with, Trash lady. So trash lady goes back to the trash heap and she digs under some garbage <laughs> and she finds as, as she's known as trash people will do. And she finds a walkie talkie, turns it on and says, I don't know, some dumb shit. And somebody, a, a male voice answers um, something like you had your chance. Uh, and she's like, what is it going to take to get out of here? And she says, um, you need to bring an A or should I bring an A or a B? And there's like, we need an A. Uh, so there's this weird thing about A and B and you don't know what the hell that's about, but this is clearly the helicopter guy. Cause she mentioned, I saw the helicopter. Yeah. I know you guys are around. Yep. And, uh, Gabriel, uh, was sneaking on his, uh, uh, fuck buddy. Are they, well, are they more than fuck Girlfriend. buddies? Yeah, let's say girlfriend. But guys, you know, if you go looking in your girlfriend's cell phone and like creeping on him, you know you're gonna find some like you're gonna if you're looking for bad shit, you're gonna find bad shit. And this Who is Who are you exactly talking to? Everyone. <laughs> you gotta you gotta either trust somebody or you don't. Um if you yeah. go on if your girlfriend or boyfriend invites you on Maury, your relationship's already over. <laughs> like if you start, I don't know. Anyway, this is a big thing about trust. We'll, we'll talk about it another time. But anyway, Gabriel doesn't trust her and was creeping on her and digging through her shit, um, hiding in the, behind some trash, I imagine. <laughs> Cause it's, a fucking, <laughs> it's, it's a where she's familiar cheap, as you do. Uh, and overhears the whole thing and he's just like, what was that, honey? What are you talking about? I trusted you. Blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, no, no, it's okay. She's like, you can come away with me. Come away with me. Uh, and it comes out that Gabriel knew what was going on. And he's like, were you trading people? And she's like, I did it for my people, uh, for her, I guess the trash people. So that means that she was trading people, but. Then, you, then you're just asking. It's just all sorts of weird, like mystery. But at least we're getting some more meat to this weird mystery about who's in the um, helicopter. Okay, so these people want other people. So what's the value in a person? Well, I mean, it, you could harvest them and eat them, like the that one group, whatever that group was in Terminus, right? Yeah. Um, 
you could make them slave labor, which is basically what um, that happened to the, to the saviors. Savior. Yeah. Uh, or you could make them like a, if they're, I don't know, you could maybe use them for reproductive <laughs> uh, purposes. I'm just thinking like, what's maybe the value? Research? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, you know. Like have, testing a vaccine or something? Yeah. It could be something like that. There you go. Um, what are all the horrible reasons you would take a person against their will? Um, what's the value that that could be used for? So these are all good speculative things, but anyway, she was complicit in this, and somehow she got a kickback for her trash people, so she did it, and this all comes out kind of, not explicitly, or not, we don't get all the details. But anyway, she's like, we can get out of here, all we have to do is one last thing, we just have to do one thing, and that presumably is procure an A, quote-unquote, whatever the fuck that is, which I guess is a top grade person, I don't know, whatever the conditions are. Yeah, we we don't know the criteria. Yep, and she's like, uh, will you help me out with this, Gabriel? And Gabriel's like, no, I had to tell Rick, sorry, I can't choose. And she's like, oh, that's disappointing. I thought you were a B. And then she cracks him on the head, and I, presumably he gets knocked out. So if he's not a, if he's not a B, does that mean he's an A, or is he like a C? If he's Is he something even worse that we don't even know about? I don't know. I think, like, I, I guess A is the good thing, and... Uh... But does that mean? Hey, no, I thought you were a B. I, now you're an A because he was like standing up to her or being tough or something. I, you know, I don't know. Trying to, I don't know what that criteria is, but right, something. So, he did something there that was different than she expected, and that was one of the differences between an A and a B. So it, you know, it's setting up like she's about doing to do something bad, which you know the show sometimes does the opposite, where like. Maybe she's going to do something nice that involves hitting her boyfriend in the head really hard so he passes out. Yeah, I mean, this this conversation, it was like, I don't know, this scene was a couple minutes, tops. Yeah, it wasn't very and long. And it, like, it closed the helicopter loop. It closed that she is clearly more than she seems. Um, it closed that she was fucking around in the camp, giving him BJs and stuff and sneaking away. Uh, and then it opened up this new thing that there's a whole nother place because she was like, we can go there, uh, Gabriel, or, you know, get, she was going to go in the helicopter anyways. A whole new place with a future and things are different. So who knows what that means in this time frame? Um, she was a slaver, I guess, or just a trader of body parts. Um, she knows where this place is. She said it is far away. And I, I don't know how relative that is yeah. to close enough for a one helicopter trip. Or yeah, I mean you gotta think. It's like, I'm assuming it's like, they could walk there. Yeah, it's like go go from Myrtle Beach to North Myrtle Beach and back again for ten dollars in a helicopter. You've never been there. There's helicopter trips anyway. Um, but yeah, now there's what's this situation where they are they going to go somewhere? Are we going to see somewhere brand new? Yeah, who uh, knows? Yeah. Who knows? Eventually, the group's gonna presumably meet this other group, make contact. Yeah. I don't know. It's all in this. Once again, I think because this is intriguing. And at first I was angry that they were just tantalizing us, the the helicopter, like they wouldn't talk about it forever. Right. Uh, But now that they're there, they seem like they're about to pay it off or they're getting closer. That that to me adds to why this episode was better. Um, In addition to the moral quandary we had about uh, vigilante justice versus. Not even. okay, You know, the other argument. 
All right. Um, so that'll be interesting. What else happened in this episode? I think that was primarily it. Oh, yeah. Rick yeah. wants to knock a girl up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Future baby. I like how you he's... can see. I, I, I felt like he's checking off all these boxes. You know, Michonne's in charge here. Things are going good with the bridge. And, uh, you know, now that we know there's two episodes left, he's just building off for his ride in the sunset, whatever that may be. And then, yeah, you know, I want to make another, have another kid, plan for the future. It came off as not, like, asking Michonne's, like, what she thought of it. It's just like, I'm ready to have a, I'm ready to have a kid. Well, that's because he feels, again, like, he feels they're in a stable enough situation that they can start thinking this way you know, raising kids and starting that whole thing. And clearly by the end, that's not where they're at. Yeah. Um, and obviously taking time for family fun day when should have been working on that constitution homework you had, you know? Yeah. Constitution 101. Do your job. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm just looking now. I'm looking over somebody else's like uh, synopsis to see if I've missed anything. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. So, um, and that's another thing. I don't think there was a lot of crazy things. Uh, you know, sometimes they check in with too many people, and there's too much yeah. like going this place and going to this town. We didn't like do an obligatory let's check in on the kingdom. See how King Ezekiel's doing. They didn't bother with that. Yeah, which is nice. So I think another, they they did check in with a lot of people, but it was in that pairing situation. So yeah, even though it jumped a lot, you it 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 felt better checking in all those different perspectives, and it was nice to get those different perspectives. Yeah, because they were all like, in the same like, kind of situation. They were all yeah in the same on the camp. same story. Yeah, in the same yeah. story, in the same plot line for the most part. Um, besides Family Fun Day, it was all happening did, primarily in the woods. There, we did see Maggie go crazy at that house and kill like 12 zombies with that one girl was playing with oh, the yeah. uh, chocolate syrup jaw. That so was a zombie. So I, so I watched a YouTube video. I don't know. Might've been two seasons back about how the walking dead has been consistent in the decay of the uh, corpses. Meaning that <laughs> this guy had like compiled like, footage of like the 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 walkers from season one and then season two and then season three etc and then um intercut that with like descriptions and pictures of like actual dead bodies after as they decompose from like that body farm in tennessee you heard about that place oh the school one yeah the one that's the university of tennessee knoxville they have dead bodies you can donate your body and it'll just decompose in a trash can it'll decompose in a car and they just kind of like use that to uh, for autopsy purposes, but anyway, he was saying that you know, you know, obviously a, a dead body would decay within a matter of you know weeks, if not not years, like we've been in now. But slowly, these dead bodies are becoming more and more degraded. And I kind of felt that with these um, these corpses, they looked very skeletal, uh, or maybe yeah, more so gross. than normal. Yeah. But what was the situation like? The the house, they, you know, they, there was like a piece of roof and it was making noise and there was a couple zombies trying to get inside the house, but there was more inside. And for some reason, Maggie's just like, okay, let's take them out before uh, more come. What? 
there's people on the way. They just radioed for backup. Like, yeah. <laughs> just wait <laughs> fucking 10 minutes. Wait the five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous, nope, right? So, yeah, we had to have an obligatory, and that's what it felt like. It felt like an obligatory, non, you know, not, not very intriguing uh, zombie danger scene in which nobody gets hurt. Um, oh, actually, didn't one person, like, cut their hand a little bit or reopen a wound? Uh, yeah, the Oceanside girl. Was she the one that was struggling with the zombie with the neck? Yeah. Okay, so maybe her wound gets infected or something. Remember, because we've decided that. The, didn't be. we decide that with the weird um, bio-warfare thing with Negan that really didn't go anywhere, where, like, they were dipping their weapons in zombie juice, zombie guts? Yeah. So if you get a wound, you get turned? Even, but you can still wear their guts all over you, Ooh. as long as I guess you didn't have a wound. Yeah, if you didn't cut yourself shaving. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that you have to ingest. I don't know. There's stupid rules. Uh, but yeah, nope. good, good call out with the uh, house full of uh, walkers. Yeah, and Maggie kills like, I don't know, 15? Yeah. Some stupid amount? I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, yeah. Let's rate this episode. Uh, so I, I'll I'll let you go first, but I'm going to say this is clearly the best one of the season, and maybe the best one in a while. Um, what is your rating? Agreed. Uh, yeah, this is. I'll go just based on this season for yeah, now, since everyone this in this season has been a two point five because they were all just mediocre. Uh, I'm going to go with a three point five. Uh, three point five. I want to go four, but we're too early in. So I don't know if it's a three point a four or three point five yet. But um, it was good storytelling. I liked all the different interactions we had. Um, Savior Dickhead was appropriately a dickhead. Um, I liked the conversations between all the different groups. Uh, I liked the moral situation with the Oceanside and Savior people. Um, who it was had me guessing, so I thought that was good as well. Um, yeah, so I I enjoyed this episode, and it's hard to say those words. Yeah. And, and say it out loud. It just feels weird coming out, but I enjoyed this episode. So I applaud this episode for keeping me entertained and bringing me in somewhat because it gave me new stuff to question. And yeah. let's see where this goes. This uh, it does feel like a chore. I gotta imagine when I put it on last night, I was just like, uh, I just want to go to sleep. Um, but I didn't regret watching it afterwards. But you're right. I think <laughs> I want to. Uh, I, I want to do the scale of just uh, or in the context of this season. And yeah, the first two episodes were underwhelming to just mediocre and boring. So uh, I think I rated those twos, if not two point five. So I agree with your yep. score of three point five. So you did 3.5 out of 3, 4, and 5. Let's add it and then divide it by it. It's 3-something. Um, so that's pretty good. That's the highest rating we got. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I'm looking forward to next week, and I guess the week after that we'll see Rick Grimes die or, like, get taken away in a helicopter and then disappear for a season. What do you season. think? What do you think? I think they – I think – okay, so here's what I think. Going back to the situation where I question what the fuck is the point of The Walking Dead without uh, uh, Rick Grimes, even though you might not like him and think he's a terrible person, he's still the through line. Like, the show started with him waking up 
in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, who from that season, that first season, is still alive? Just Daryl and Carol, right? I think so. And I don't think those are strong enough characters to base the entire, to carry the season going forward, the season going forward. So if I had to guess, I'm saying uh, if I was a producer on this show, even if Andrew Lincoln was dead set about never coming back, I would leave it open as if he got abducted or he disappeared or... Just in case? Yeah, just so... Not you could bring him back, so the audience was like, maybe Rick will come back. Um, because I honestly don't know what the fuck this show is going to be about, and I don't know if I want to watch. And we talked about this. I, I'm sure we'll finish out the season, if not this half season. But if it's just like Carol talking to Daryl and Maggie's dead, once once again, I don't care about Maggie. She can leave the show. Who cares? Um, I don't know what the fuck this, is, this show's about or what it's trying to say or... Like I said, it's just, I mean, it, I realize it's a TV show. It's all fucking masturbatory. It's escapism. But usually there has to be some kind of like, you know, what is it trying to say in general? And I don't know that yeah. Walking Dead is trying to say anything besides uh, get a Mountain Dew when you get a new cheesy Gordito Crunch at uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. So you would say the odds are much more in favor of Rick being alive, but something happening where he's disappeared. I'm not saying more like that. Seven, I'm saying seven. that's the smartest move. I, I'm saying yeah. if, and they keep saying, whoa, that, whoa, whoa, smart move. Then we're gonna have to change this. Yeah, up. if if he just straight up is dead, like I said, it's uh, a pretty nihilistic. Like I said, I, I I'd feel really down about the whole show. So I'm saying the smart move would be disappear him, make sure make him go away, put him into yeah. another coma. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely the smart move. If he's dead somehow, and there's, you know, it'd be shocking. No, I wonder it wouldn't what be they because would do. they're promoting it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> he's leaving in two. Um, yeah, so yeah, maybe he gets taken to helicopter, helicopter ride. Helicopter city. ride would be the best way. Um, yeah, I hope it's not now, just because we came up with that. Yep, and time market market is uh, October twenty second. Uh, we said I think Grimes goes on helicopter <laughs> ride. Wrote it down. Yeah, let's see. All right. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, uh, I'm still not looking forward to next week's episode, but I don't think it'll be as much of a chore based on this week's experience. Uh, so that's that's trending upwards. Um, yeah. Let it not just be fall off do- downhill and be like a fucking. One it could score be. episode, yeah, because that's happened before. I I remember specific, well, not specific times. I remember that happening, but obviously I don't remember specific episodes because I've tried hard to forget those horrible. horrible <laughs> forget <episodes>. all of them. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, uh, and I guess we'll see you next week on America's podcast, The Shameful Dead. Bye. Adios. Adios. There you go. I like the adios.